Hello and welcome to D&D Tonight. I am the Dungeon Master, Derek, and I play D&D every Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday, as the case may be, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> with my family located across the country. Down in Texas, we've got <gasps> Tiffany and Jessica. Introduce yourselves. Hi. Oh. <laughs> I am Asharis. The uh, ranger, wood elf, tank, slash animal charmer, slash demon thing. No, you're the demon. Don't get things messed Uh, up. Demon tree. Demonic tree here. Uh, And go ahead. If you're actually going to introduce yourself, go for it. Okay. (laughs) Uh, I play ghost slinger and I have become a demonic tree for a very long while. Just for funsies. Yes. And out in Florida, we've got Dad. How you doing, Dad? I'm doing all right. It's the <clears throat> Merlin the Magician for me. And I play a, a wizard that has many spells and dangerous hands. Dangerous hands. <laughs> Danger. Danger. And through no intention of my own, purely random dumb luck, it turns out that... The first arc was 25 episodes, and the second arc was 25 episodes. So everyone, welcome to the third arc. Whoa! What does that mean? Let's get 5 million likes! Let's see. Last time, you guys were in the Feywild, and you were getting some stuff. Yes, stuff was being getting... Oh yeah, we yes. got. What did we get? I got my majestic sword. Ghostslinger, you want to tell us about your majestic sword? I forgot what it does. <laughs> <laughs> but it's majestic. I guess I can't laugh. I for, I forgot what I even got. Haha! <laughs> I just know I got the sword. And Merlin got an upgraded gem on his uh, multifaceted gem. Yep. I can show it to you if you need to see it. And oh, I've got a breastplate with up with advantage on initiative rolls, whatever that means. Which I didn't know was going to be handy, but it might turn out that that's really, really handy. What does it mean? It means you get to roll 2d20 whenever you have advantage, so you get two dice, take the one when you do want. I have advantage. I get advantage on, like, everything I have. That's true, you have advantage on everything. Everything that is important. Does she? Does she have advantage? Well, technically... Because there's no way I can fail, like, four rolls, so. Okay, let's see, what do we do next? Oh, everyone gets <gasps> the thing we always do at the start now, experience! Everybody gain 100 experience, because last time we did stuff. Two gold balloons. That's not how this works, Mom. <laughs> oh, yeah, and if y'all remember, last time you got sucked somewhere new. Finally. We got what? You got teleported into the Shadowfell. By stupid ninja man. Stupid ninja man. Up to no good again. (laughs) What did you miss? Were you not here last week, ninja man? (laughs) Zappaza, ninja man? Zapped us into the Shadowfell? I don't think she remembers. I don't think she was here last week. Hmm. She was physically present. But I guess she was thinking about 
how to use her new breastplate. Yeah. What does initiative mean? <laughs> what do I have advantage on? We've only played this game for a year. I don't know how combat works. I don't know how combat works. I don't know what I have advantage on. Nobody uses inspiration still. Exactly. I'm saving that for something very inspiring. <laughs> yes. Something inspiring might happen at some point. If I might you, need it. <laughs> if you want to do something inspiring. I about guarantee you when I use inspiration, I'll roll a 20. <laughs> First roll. Second no, roll. Third roll. What is the what? How much points do we have totally now? 16, 80 oh something? 805. That's what I have. Okay, what? thank you. That's what I thought it was. 16805. That's what I got. Yep, me too. Just checking. Is this the wrong sheet or something? Ghostslinger says she has 20,000 and everyone else is a noob. <laughs> it's either that or I can't read. So, if we pick up where we left off last time, you got teleported into the Shadowfell and kind of looked around and realized where you were. Oh, no, you're right. And you saw these two figures and Rawl pointed in a direction that you could go to potentially continue your quest and get the last artifact. So, you guys started going that way and you decided that you would leave those figures alone, taking a rather wide berth around them so that they wouldn't mess with you. And they were roommates! And they seem to ignore you as you go by. But as the last of your party, one short, tiny, green lizard man, although lizard men are technically a thing, so short, tiny, green kobold walks past, they suddenly react. Yeah. Copyrighted! <laughs> it is copyrighted. I would know that. It's super popular. I don't you hear a screech, which I'm not going to do. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, like that. <laughs> and these two figures, they're... Everything is gray, so they're like gray cloaks and traveler's clothes that you saw from a distance kind of fall off to the ground, and these two translucent spectral figures come charging across the, I want to say grass, but field, just field, burial mound, at you. Everybody roll initiative. Give me the dice that exist. Do I have ah! Advantage on this initiative roll? You do have advantage on this initiative roll. Well, good, because I rolled a one. (laughs) I rolled a 17. I rolled a six. I'd prefer to not go first. That's okay, because you're not. Good. Who rolled a what? I rolled a one. Wait, you have advantage. Roll it again. Uh, I should go to Vegas. Is it a 20 or a 1? A 1! <laughs> <laughs> Time to go to Vegas! You're not going to Vegas. Vegas! Lose all your money. Uh, let's see. Asharis uh, is going to have a 1, but it's not really a 1 because you get to add all your stuff to it. Oh, well, 6.30. I get to add what? you said you rolled a 17? Yes, I rolled a 17. Is that with all your stuff? Oh, wait, we add stuff onto it? Yeah, add stuff. Uh, what stuff? Uh, your your dexterity modifier. Oh, no proficiency. Four. Just dexterity. And your proficiency, I think. Three. 
seven plus seven is fourteen. So 24. add that on to my seventeen. Wait, seven plus seven? Where the heck are you getting seven plus seven? Seventeen. No, plus wait, seven. wait, 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 wait. Oh, okay. Twenty-four. Yes, you are right, Mom. Oh, ghost slinger. Ghost slinger and her ghost slingeriness. I don't want to be ghost slinger anymore. All right. Uh, Merlin, what did you roll? Six. Merlin rolled a six. I think Asharis gets a nine after her stuff gets added. Yes. Yeah. Nine. I get five after mine. Take one away. I don't think that's true. I think you get one. Wisdom. Strength. Minus one. No, not strength. and uh, Dexterity. Oh, dexterity. Which is zero. But looking where your modifier is next to your health. I think I gave you one. It's yeah, a mistake, but we're going to stick with it. <laughs> <laughs> it might be for proficiency. I don't know. I don't know if your proficiency gets added in or not. I'm, I've been too long since I've been a player. Anyway, I have the initiative order. And guess what, Ghost Slinger? You get to go first. <laughs> you get to go first. But you don't. What? You don't. Because the ghosts get to go first. Well, Darn it. at least one of them gets to go first. Darn it. So, Raw was the last one who went past these ghosty goos. And something you haven't seen before happens. Oh, no. What happens is the ghost closest to you guys charges into Raw and doesn't come out the other side. Rawl shakes for a second. Some fire kind of comes out the tips of his hands like he was about to launch a firebolt at these ghosts. And his eyes kind of go blank. Oh, wonderful. And his hands fall down by his sides. He's possessed. Mm. Wonderful days. Mm. And we don't have our Mr. Holy Lord anymore. It's true. That's true. We lost him at the wrong moment. And the second ghost comes jumping to, or I guess flying across the ground towards Ghostlinger and swipes at Ghostlinger. But Ghostlinger is too fast to be, you know, grabbed at and attempted to be possessed like Grawl. Hmm. So Ghostlinger does a 24 beat your armor. Obviously. <laughs> the ghost attacks you with its withering touch and does... Oh, man, that's too many dice to have to add together. Just a second. <laughs> 17 damage. And you feel... Necrotic damage. You feel its withering touch pull your life essence out from your body. Oh, this is just a great day to be alive. Like... And then Ghost Slinger. Like a hole in your chest opens up and he's going to pull your heart out. He's going to kiss me to death. Oh, yeah, like a Dementor. And then Ghost Slinger, it is your turn to do something. There is a ghost nearby you and a blank-faced Rawl towards the back of the group. Didn't we have holy water for a while? Yeah, I think we gave it to Merlin. He may have uh, spent it. <laughs> I thought you guys used that on something. We used part of it. I feel like we did say we used part of it. That is true. Well, I'm going to stab at it with my sword. I like your holy water. 
Do you remember any of the cool things your sword does? No. <laughs> okay. Sheesh. Roll to stab at it with your sword. Man, I'm just so lucky. I got a five. Plus all your stuff. Give me two seconds. What's five plus seven? Isn't that 12? Mm-hmm. That just means it's 12. Oh, it's 12? Mm-hmm. That's good enough. You stab your blade into the spectral form of this crazy ghost. And it screeches. I was expecting someone to screech again, but okay. It screeches. <laughs> so, roll damage on the spectral terribleness. Oh, wait a second. I forgot a thing. Go ahead and roll damage, but then we'll have to do the thing. It is a four. It's a four? Yeah. Well, you rolled a four, but you get to add your dexterity modifier to it. Not your proficiency, though. That's an Do we remember what your cool sword does? Mm-mm. Did we write down what page it is on? Yes. What page is it on? 171. Cool. Then I will look it up real quick, and we will do a little reminder. It says... Your sword is amazing and awesome and now does an additional mm, cold damage, I think. Yes, extra 1d6 cold damage. Man. So you get to roll another d6 and add it in. In two seconds again. It says it can extinguish magical force. Fire. No, it's not magical fire, but it can extinguish fire. That's a two. That's a two? So a two plus four... It's six. Plus your dexterity modifier. Two plus four. Plus what? I think it's four or five more. Four more. So we were at six. Now we're at ten. And it screeches in your face. And then it is the ghost slash Rawl's turn. And Uh Rawl turns around, blank-faced... (laughs) His eyes are kind of staring off into the distance, and he will also attempt to smack Ghost Slinger with his quarterstaff. Oh, wow. Um, that's, That's two for two, maybe. What is 16? Uh, no. What is 15 versus your armor class? It is... Equal to my armor class, I believe. Yes, it is. Your dexterity is four. You're wearing armor that... Okay, you're at 15. So it will hit you, but let's say you are so busy focused on the ghost in front of you, you don't realize as Rawl's quarterstaff comes around and whaps you for four damage. Me, you're just getting beat up. And then it is Asharis' turn, who was leading the way. Come on, 16. Mom. I thought it was Merlin's after me? Seriously? Yeah, you can roll a one and Merlin is still slower. Wow, interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, being a wizard is rough. Yeah, it seems that way. Okay, so there's two things attacking. The one you hit and then the one behind you. Which one am I closest to? Don't hit Rawls. There's there's a Rawl and a ghost. But I feel like if I hit Rawl, he'll be jolted. He'll be hurting. Ghosts aren't like that, Mom. Position doesn't work that way. 
I mean, Merlin's thing, it works until he's hit. And then it, like, breaks his concentration, and then he, you know, loses the the levitating ability. Sounds like a good theory. I guess question number one is, are my swords out? <laughs> I do believe at the end of the last episode, someone said something about, we're going to walk past them, but we're going to have our weapons ready. Mm. Both of us. I remember something along those lines, so let's go with yes. The answer is yes. All right, then. Hmm. What I shall do is I shall, well, yes, I'm going to attack the one that Ghostlinger is attacking. Okay. Roll an attack roll. Where <laughs> are my die? If Merlin feels like killing Roll, he can try a three. What is wrong with this die, Derek? A three, huh? Well, you might you might feel inspired right now. Eleven. An eleven? Yes. An eleven is good enough. You just might be inspired right now. <laughs> I am not inspired yet. Darn! An eleven is good enough. I mean, with these kind of rolls, three. Three plus eight. Dang. Your proficiency is three, right? Oh, and you have yes. a five. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 the, that's, that's, that's good enough. Guy. That's an eleven. You're good. You still uh, hit them. Oh, I'm rolling the wrong dice. Hold on. The long sword is the eight. The eight, not the six. The ghost tries to dodge out of the way, but you're just too quick for it. One. What the heck? Plus your dexterity mm-hmm. modifier. A five, so at least it's a six. This is terrible. All right. You stab into it, and it narrowly dodges out of the way. Congrats. You almost don't do any damage to it. You almost don't do any damage. You did something, but almost nothing. All right. Then the other hand. A ten. You rolled a ten. Wow. To hit it. Yes, so then is it plus five? Yes. Well, it's actually plus eight because you get your proficiency on both hands because you took that feat. So, yes, you hit. Roll damage. Six! Uh, plus the thing? Is it It's both? It's not your proficiency for that one. So it's six okay, plus your so five. Eleven. Eleven. Okay. So now what I shall do is have Blinky bite roll. Gingerly. So, at your call, Blinky pops into existence, and he does something you don't normally see him do as he pops into existence. He pees guy's leg. You see, like, a tear form, and it sits there for a second, and then Blinky pops through the tear, and as he does so, he yelps. But he listens to your command, and he attacks Rawl. Go ahead and roll to attack Rawl. Yes, Mom. Get your Feywild dog killed. Is that what you think? Yes. He can't survive in the the Shadowfell? Uh, Also, roll me a perception check. Uh, Nine for perception check. Plus your perception, which I think is a wisdom-based stat. I have perception. Okay, so plus three, we're up to 12. And I have two wisdom, so five. So 14. 14. You notice that Blinky is... What color is Blinky? 
Black. Black? Red, orange. What? Which color? I, I assume he's like a houndoom. Like a black color? Yes. That's why I said black, red, orange. Hmm. You notice that Blinky is a very vivid black. Like, blacker than normal. Hmm. That's it? That's all I see? Yeah. Can I? I forgot to ask. I was meant to ask what color um, Blinky was ahead of time. Hmm. Can I roll a perception check? You can. Roll a perception check. Ha ha! I rolled a ten. Was nothing. Oh yeah, you don't. You don't have any wisdom or perception. So with a ten, you also notice that it seems to take Blinky longer than normal to teleport in, and you hear him uh, yelp because he's not too far away from you. Hmm. Merlin, roll a perception check. <laughs> Well, it's funny, I rolled a 19 17. for attack. Oh, 17. 17. Merlin, you notice all the same things. Blinky looks to be a blacker black than the things around him. Mm, darn. Maybe there's nothing else to discover here. Doesn't matter. Okay, with your 19, Merlin, you notice that... Uh, this is going to be later, but it can be now... You notice that in the heat of battle, your quick-thinking, intelligence-based arcana mind uh, realizes that Blinky is a blacker black, and Rawl is also green. He's also what? Green. They're from the faint, that's why. I'm telling you this now. I rolled a 19 for my attack roll. All right, 19 for your attack roll. Uh, on Blinky attacking Rawl. Mm-hmm. I believe that is good enough. I'm trying to pull up my character sheet and I can't find it. I'm trying to get to my blink dog sheet. I rolled a one. Oh my god. Well, that's uh, perfect. You I did one damage, right? But plus your dexterity modifier makes it a six. Yeah. <gasps> what? We don't want to really hurt Rawl. Less damage is better. Um, you see... We're just trying to get the ghost out of him. I must be dreaming because I don't believe in ghosts. You see <laughs> Rawl's face scrunch up like he felt that, but he doesn't react like... He doesn't turn back to normal. Like he doesn't snap out of it. I told you. Dang it. He just turns to face off against Blinky. Hmm. Uh-oh. Let's see. Who is next? I believe it is Merlin's turn. Yeah, I get a turn. Where's the furthest guy away? Is he away from my two compadres? Well, there is one ghost and one Rawl, who is possessed by ghost. All right, the one ghost, is he standing near anyone? Because I want to bring out my hot blue. Oh, my God. Your hot blue. His what? Hot blue, my stone, enhanced with blue fire. Very hot. Directional. I want to toast the guy that's left standing out by himself. Mm-hmm. What did I say your stone does now? <laughs> it can, I can see around corners. I have a hot blue flame by, by just saying the word hot blue. <laughs> I believe that what you got was a stone that has one extra spell slot in it. <laughs> my, my kids are giggling at me. It's it's amp- it's amplified 
It's, so Ar- uh, Argal amplified the stone's magical ability, so you can pull on the energy that he stored in the stone once a day in order to have an additional level three spell of whatever type you want. <laughs> well, that's that's what I thought it was. <laughs> Poor guy. He just wants to do something. He had it all thought out. So you can use any of your spells as if it's coming out of the stone, if that is what you want to do. Okay. And then you don't have to expend a spell slot. All right. Uh, okay, we're waiting for me. Don't worry, we have all the time in the world. Not really. <laughs> yeah, we do. I no, still no. haven't found my character sheet. <laughs> Man, I don't even have a character sheet. I want to check for magic. Can I check for magic? The entire place is literally a alternate dimension of ours. So, you can't cast... <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's magic. You can't cast the ritual to check for magic because that takes ten minutes and you're in the middle of a fight. But, I will let you roll a d20 for a magic check to see what you have read or know about ghosts and possession. Man, I sure hope you know something. Sixteen. Sixteen. Sixteen plus your arcana, which will be the top one, I think. Arcana is... No, that's strength. Arcana should be somewhere in there, in the middle, under intelligence. Intelligence. It's intelligence. Plus one. That's not true. Man, apparently I'm the smartest person here. (laughs) Arcana? Yeah, it's definitely more than plus one. It's probably plus four, maybe plus five. Well, is it under in in what's it what's it under? It's under intelligence. Oh, it's plus four. Okay. Darn, I'm not the smartest person here. <laughs> and I believe you have proficiency in Arcana checks, so plus three. So your sixteen turns into a twenty. Plus three is twenty-three. So you know a lot about ghosts. Cool. So good because I need to know how to feed you. I want to excommunicate this one. He doesn't know. You know that ghosts can move through walls. You know that they have resistance from uh, lots of different elements. Acid, fire, lightning, thunder. Whoa. Bludgeoning, piercing from non-magical attacks. Yep. They also don't care about the cold or necrotic, and you know that for possession, the only way to get someone out of being possessed is either to drop them unconscious or incapacitate them to force the spirit to leave them. Alternatively, if you have a, I want to say cleric. If we don't... (laughs) Clerics typically know spells that can turn the uh, undead away. Or paladins. Paladins, too. I mean, we had a paladin, and then we lost our paladin, and now we don't have a paladin. He's trying to further his mind. I mean, come on, we've got a game to play. <laughs> it's all its all school's fault. Exactly. Darn. Darn school. Messed up our game. Okay, so you're telling me, or you're telling him, technically, I don't, I don't know yet. Um, you're, you're telling somebody. 
that you have to make him go unconscious? How would you do that? Or incapacitate him? How does that happen? If the ghost feels like there is no reason to be inside someone, they will leave and try to go to someone else. So if you completely incapacitate someone, the ghost will be like, well, I'll just get into your body instead. <laughs> <laughs> how do you defeat them well the one that's not hiding in somebody seems to be doing a pretty good job of getting beat up hmm. you kill them we'll huh? just focus on that one well I'm going to uh, I still must are the two are the two ghosts kind of standing close to each other our friend and uh, the ghost standing close yeah they're kind of near each other they're both by ghost slinger all right let's Man, I'm the ghost to, slinger can't even sling the ghosts. Mm -hmm. I want to uh, produce a wall of sand. What? Okay, what spell is that? Since when was there a Naruto ripoff here? It just says I have the ability to do that. <laughs> wall of sand, and you suffocate one of them. <laughs> you suffocate one. And then we'll uh, we'll go rescue our friend after he's like passed out. Okay, wall of sand. But he's a ghost. Hmm. I'm rolling, rolling dice. Uh, I probably need a phone in order to look up a spell that does wall of stand. I know. I'm going to guess it's a constitution saving throw. Oh, wait, no, here it, is. here it says, wall of sand. Hold on. Wall of sand, right here. You conjure up a wall of swirling sand on the ground at a point you can see within range. You can make the wall up to 30 feet long, 10 feet high, and 10 feet thick. Perfect. And it vanishes when the spell ends. It blocks line of sight, but not movement. The creature is blinded while in the wall space. It must spend three feet of movement for every one foot it moves. But there. But. But what? Ghosts can go through walls. Unless it's done with magic. They can't resist. Did it, did it say anything about saving throws or anything like that? No. Okay. You conjure up a wall of sand, but it will not prevent the creature from leaving the wall of sand. It just slows them down. That's what it sounds like. What about the suffocation part? <laughs> I don't think so. Well, I was making that up because I don't have a thing, and I didn't know where you were pulling that from. But there's a spell that says it creates a wall of sand, but it doesn't say anything about them suffocating. It says that they can still pass through it. That's because they're ghosts. Yeah. Well, even a person can pass through it. It just slows you down. So, like, imagine not a physical solid wall, more like a swirling dust storm wall. Yeah, dust storm. Okay. A sandstorm. That's Who what invited it is. May here? A sandstorm. Well, I'm still throwing it because we're going to slow the sucker down. Okay. Uh, Rawl and the ghost are inside a swirling stormy wall of sand. Uh, let's see. After Merlin, uh, Ghost Slinger, it's your turn. All of a sudden, there is a big wall of sand in front of you that has enveloped the ghost that was near you and Rawl. Do I have some popcorn I can eat? And you said it obscures sight? Yes. So you can't see the ghost or Rawl anymore, but it is right on top of you. Like, right there. You could reach out and touch it. Can I move back and sit down and eat some popcorn? I mean, just imagine sit looking at this thing. It's a wall, but it 
It's swirling. Yeah, it's like a shifting, moving wall of sand that's all... I'm thinking like... Naruto style. No. Gara. It's Mario in the desert. Oh, yeah, it could be Mario Desert. Yes. That one level with the propeller mushrooms. Precisely. And uh, Super Mario. Mm -hmm. New Super Mario Bros. With the wave. So, Ghost Slinger... This is... Go ahead, Dad. This is really good TV because I can smell the chicken... (laughs) <laughs> Tiffany is eating. I swear to God, I smell chicken right now. <laughs> it's amazing. Ghostslinger, you don't see an opponent to attack right now, which makes it kind of hard to attack someone. You'd have disadvantage, which means you roll two dice and take the lower of them. Mm. You could move back and prepare an action instead. So, like, Step back and say, if somebody walks out of this thing, I'm going to hit them. Okay, so can I just step back? And if somebody diddly darn walks out of this wall, I'll smack them in the head. And uh, With a sword or your hand? <laughs> with my sword, obviously. Why would I smack them with my hand? I don't know. You said smack them. I wanted to clarify. For some reason, I'm imagining Ghost Slinger standing there with like a frying pan ready to just dunk him on the head. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Ghost Slinger, you step back from the wall. And eat some popcorn. You enter a prepared stance where you're going to whack somebody on the head with a frying pan if they come out of the thing. While eating popcorn in the frying pan. (laughs) (laughs) Frying pan full of popcorn, love it. And... Just as you take that step back and enter your prepared stance to take an action, a slow form starts to appear in the sand. There is first a snout. It is green and it has little nostrils. Oh no. And then there is a face and then a clawed foot. And then you see the rest of Rawl's clothes as he comes slowly walking out of the sand trap. Whack him in the head. Whack him in the head, and then maybe he won't be possessed anymore. All right, go ahead and whack him. Roll an attack. See, the frying pan would have worked better. You would have knocked him unconscious. I can't breathe. Oh, yeah. Are you trying to kill him? No. Just knock him out? All right, a nine plus your... Dexterity. Four? Plus three? Seven? Yeah, it's seven. So 16... I think. I don't know. I don't yes. want to do math right now. Since I can't find Rawl's character sheet, we're going to say that's good enough. I think it's. I think that's good enough. I think his armor is either a 15 or a 16. I don't remember. Oh, no, wait. He wouldn't have cast mage armor because he didn't know. So, yeah, 16 is definitely good enough. Roll damage. Uh-oh. Are you trying to kill him? I said no. Just incapacitate him? It is an 8. It is an eight. Yes. You can throw on 1d6 cold damage if you would like. No. So you do eight plus eight. All right. Uh, After Ghost Slinger, it is the ghost that is inside Rawl's turn. And you smack him. Uh, Where do you smack him? How do you smack him? You smack him across the face? I smack him. Kick him, kick him in the chest and kick him back into the sand wall. <laughs> Knock no. him over is a good idea. I smack him with the back of my sword, like... The blunt side. Yeah. Across the face? Mm, yeah, sure. 
He's ugly enough. He's going to be even uglier now. <laughs> As you smack him, he kind of stumbles back a little bit. And when he comes forward, he comes forward with his quarterstaff uh, and does a eight beat your armor. No. <laughs> it tinks off of your armor harmlessly. Stupid staff. Asharis, it's your turn. There is a ghost that has not appeared out of the thing yet. Oh, that's right. What can I do? There is a rawl that is adjacent to Blinky. Also, you could do the same thing that she did. Well, how damaged is Rawl now? So, Rawl got hit for six and then eight. But he is a wizard, so he probably doesn't have a lot of health. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you can choose to not try and kill him. Well, you know what I could do. Yes, you could choose to incapacitate. You could choose to knock him unconscious. Also, I would give you that you have some things in your inventory that might be of use. I have. Stop! I want to read. No, I'm pretty ah. sure I have. Yes, manacles. Man. What's a manacles? Handcuffs. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. Yep. Just handcuffs. Well, I was gonna. I was gonna tie him up with a rope, but manacles. Man. Tying someone up with a rope mid-combat is relatively difficult. I don't think you could do that until you knocked them unconscious. But because you have manacles, <laughs> I will give you that a possessed kobold might not be able to overpower you. And you could probably slap some manacles on him. Especially since he has some residual sand in his eyes. <laughs> oh. oh yeah, there's totally like sand like dripping off of Rawl's clothes and stuff. It looks like he just walked through the Sahara Desert. Precisely. So he cannot blame as Gara. Well. All right. So we will slap the manacles on. Blame Gara. All right. What we're gonna do is we're gonna roll a contested strength check. Contested strength. This will be your action. I don't have. A we lot have of to contest the point. Okay. It could be strength or dexterity. I have a lot of dexterity. Whichever one is higher for either of you. Contest the payload. All right. Roll your thing. We're in overtime. Overtime! Ten. Ten plus your dexterity modifier plus... Actually, it'd be just your dexterity modifier. Just eight. Okay, so then fifteen. Fifteen? <gasps> Conveniently for you, he is a little tiny creature, so he does not have enough strength to resist as you slap the manacles on him. See, if I'd have used my inspiration, that would have been a thing to gain inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was some good thinking. My only concern is that come out and go into something else. You still have Blinky's action. Then Blinky will prepare to attack what a, you know the other thing that comes out. All right. If something else comes out of the sand, Blinky will attack it. And conveniently, it is Ghost's turn. Ghost. And the ghost comes shooting out of the wall and is very angry. Uh-oh. Ghost man! Triggering Blinky's action. Triggered. Reported. Uh, 11? Does Blinky get to add my dexterity? Yep. Da, 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 da. So 16. That'll do. Roll damage. You've been reported to 2 plus uh, 5, so 7. 7 damage to the ghost. Ghost man. Ghost man. And the ghost's form starts to shift. Its face changes from a relatively humanoid shape to a terrifying demonic 
presence. Everyone make a DC 13 wisdom saving throw, or you will be frightened. What a 13? <laughs> you will be frightened. What's a 13? There's a, there's a disc with 13 on it? Oh. No. Uh, roll a d20 and then add your wisdom to it. I rolled a 14. I rolled a 16. I rolled a 7 always. <laughs> hey, now you're grounded. Plus your wisdom. Wisdom is, uh, yeah. He's One. grounded because he's frightened. <laughs> so you have an 8. You rolled less than a 13, which means you are frightened. What is this, Scooby-Doo? How no. How could I be frightened? This is Butter's parent. I like Butter's. Doing nothing. Let's see. You are frightened, which means your knees start to jiggle and your teeth start to chatter, <laughs> and you can't move. Your knees jiggle, jiggle, and your teeth chatters, and you cannot move closer towards the thing that you are frightened of. He can't move closer. I told to you it was Scooby Doo. No, it's not. <laughs> it's Butter's parents grounding him for no reason. Okay, it's Butter's parents, for some reason. That was literally an entire boss fight! Yes, so Merlin, you can't move any closer to the ghost than you are right now. Okay. Uh, and at the end of your turn, I believe you can you can make a saving throw again. You have to roll higher than a 13 when you add your wisdom in. Alright. Let me check Frightened real quick. <gasps> oh! You also have disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while the source of your fear is visible to you. So as long as you can see this uh, this ghost, you'll have to roll 2d20 and take the lower. Yep, it's Butter's parents. Ugh. You can't unground them this time. Okay, let's see. Next up is... Merlin. It's Merlin's turn. You're terrified of the thing. You can't move closer to it. And you're oh. shaking so bad, you're going to have trouble hitting it. Can I, uh, can I do the, where I change into three? I have that check, checked off here. Stand yeah, the by. mirror thing, mirror image. Mirror image. Mirror. It's illusory duplicates, I think, is what it is called. Oh, I yeah. thought it was mirror image. I thought that's what he always said, mirror image. <laughs> I always say mirror image. I'll change it to elusive. Is, am I wrong? Tiffy, you have the book in your phone. Mirror image. Is it mirror image and I'm wrong? Three illusory it's duplicates of yourself image. appear in your space, but it's called mirror image. Okay, so it is actually mirror image, and it creates illusory duplicates. We're all right. <laughs> not really. I'm not right because I didn't say anything. Oh. Aha, I'm Genius. not right. Ghost Slinger, it is your turn. There is a ghost floating kind of up in the air, just uh, like by the wall near you, uh, as well as a now handcuffed uh, kobold. <laughs> We're just dragging through the entire third arc and we'll just take him with us and he'll just be possessed and he'll start <laughs> like he'll start making weird sounds like <laughs> Yeah, just quietly sitting there under his mouth going You're gonna die. The shadow fell will kill you. You can never manage to defeat Cyber, so he's the best. You haven't managed to defeat Zabuza, he's the best. Yeah, don't don't mess with that guy. He's he's super powerful. He's the best ninja ever. Ghost Slinger's terrible. She can't do anything right. She sits in pickle jars all the time. 
which is not a pickle jar. She's pretending to be a tree. Nice. <laughs> 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 Love it. That was great. Oh, great. Speaking of, it's Ghost Slinger's turn. There's a ghost kind of floating up in the air by you. <laughs> there we go. Uh, can I throw a dagger at this ghost? You could absolutely throw a dagger at the ghost, and the dag- the ghost is close enough that you could still stab it with your sword if you wanted to do that as well. Also, I believe you have a blinky nearby, so you could probably use sneak attack damage. Okay. You have uh, special powers on that sword. Yes, I know. I have the specialist powers. Oh, that is a 16 that I have rolled. A 16 will hit. That's a one for that. And then I'm going to use the sneak attack dice. So there's a two, a one, and a six, which is nine plus one, which is ten. That's ten damage. The incorporeal nature of this ghost starts to, I want to say wiggle, like... You can see that it's starting to struggle to hold itself together. So it's kind of, like, fading. Yeah, in places it's, like, fading out and then popping back into existence and, like, its fingers are there and then they're not there and they're kind of just a mist and then they're back to being fingers again. Mm. You can tell it's starting to, like, feel the effects of the repeated attacks. Ha ha! Ah, instead of blood, it's fading out. (laughs) Uh, let's see. After Ghost Slinger, Rawl kind of starts pulling at the manacles and trying to attack and can't move very well. And the ghost that is inside of him comes shooting out <laughs> and goes straight for Asharis. <laughs> Asharis, you have to make a DC charisma saving throw. DC charisma? I have like no- Or DC 13 charisma saving throw. Oh, I have no charisma. Ah, uh, but I have rolled a 19! Oh, dang it! You are now immune to being possessed for 24 hours. Congrats. This ghost tries to dive into you as it dived into our, our good buddy Rawl. And as it does, you like... How do you d- repel it? How do you do this? How do you repel this this ghost from taking hold inside your mind and body? Use insect spray. <laughs> Pull out the cannon bug spray and spray it in its face. Not today, Missy. That stuff will run anybody away. (laughs) (laughs) I put my swords in an X in front of me. There you go. Across. And you channel your connection with nature in order to ground your psyche and repel the evil from entering your body. The power of Christ compels you! The power of Christ compels you! (laughs) Let's see. Rawl is handcuffed and kind of blinks and looks around. And he's like, uh, he looks really confused. And he says, what? Why manacles? (laughs) Why are these manacles? And then it is Asharis' turn. Okay, so. Who is not possessed. Who is not possessed. Can I release Rawl and still have both of my attack thingies? Not really. I mean, you could maybe give him the key and still make an attack. Wait, I have it. I have it now. Noodle! Noodle! What if Blinky gets the key and takes it to him, just like in the Pirates of the Caribbean? And then there's a noodle. (laughs) So theoretically... 
per the rules of familiars and um, helpers and whatnot, you could do that, and I don't think it would count as an action for Blinky. I think it would count as a bonus action. Oh, hey, forgot. Because you can do everything except for attack as a bonus action, and a bonus action can include the help action, which would let you do something like you just described. There you go. See? I forgot about Sam. So I think you could do that, but you won't get him free this turn. Hmm. Well, I want him loose, don't I, so he can attack as well? Or do you think the ghost is just going to go right back into him if I free him? Mm, this ghost is not going to go right Where? Where'd the wizard go? Uh, I had to get a chums. Where's uh, a chumming? He ate too much cherry pie. Now his belly hurts. Yes. Was that a reference? So. No, he actually no, ate cherry pie, but we do talk about the pies no, all the time. No, like she made a reference, I think. Where'd the wizard go? <laughs> There's the wizard, <laughs> There's the wizard kid. <laughs> so, Merlin, we were discussing. If I release, if I, I'm trying to get Raw loose, but do you think the ghost will just go right back into him if I release him? No, that's that's most definitely not what's going to happen. It's possible. It's not going to happen because that I'm would scared. just be stupid. <laughs> if something's stupid, it most likely won't happen. You just free him, and then he just gets possessed again, and then he smacks you in the face, like... Exactly. I just want him to be able to help with the fighting, you know? He has no weapons. But he's a magician. I think he has, uh... He's a cobalt. I thought he could cast spells and things. He can! You saw he had, like, a fire burning in his hands right when the ghost possessed him. So, you know he's capable of doing something. Yeah, he can fight. Cut him loose. Not like anyone else we've ever met can't fight. Okay, so then I will use, what, half of my actions? I can free him. You tell Blinky what to do, and Blinky will do it, because Blinky can do that. And then you'll still have your opportunity to do what you're doing, and then Blinky will still be able to take a normal attack. Okay. We'll just go with plan A. Unless you want to do something different, and I misread that. Well, I was thinking about setting him loose now. Losing one of... Oh, taking your action and then having Blinky do a thing? Yeah, yeah. You could theoretically do that. That's a thing. Where did the ghost go? (gasps) Where? The ghost went screaming towards you and then didn't get to stay in you. You pushed it away. So I'm going to say that the order by the wall is Ghostslinger, Blinky, Rawl. Then there's an Asharis by Blinky and Rawl, and Asharis pushed the ghost away to the far side of the group. So By Ghostslinger? Ghostslinger, you don't have a ghost by you. There's no ghost by Blinky, but there is a ghost by Asharis. So moral of the story is I can hit it. And Blinky can move, so Blinky can get to the ghost. Yes, you can hit it. Well, the ghost slinger slung the ghost. Okay, I'm going to hit it and let Blinky take the key because I just think that's cool. It reminds me of uh, the pirate's ride. What if I told you the pirate's ride isn't real? <gasps> sea turtles? <laughs> sea turtle. 
roll an attack roll, and Blinky comes, and as you are lunging forward with your sword, he grabs the key off your belt. Four. Uh, Chicken nugget. Eight, so... Twelve. Twelve. Twelve is good. Roll damage. Six. Plus seven. Plus your five? Yes. Wait, I thought I got proficiency too. Uh, no, not for damage. Oh, it's 11 then. 11 damages. All right, you have your offhand still. Four again. What is with you in these fours? I don't know. Let's well, it's a 12, so that's still good. <laughs> Let's play some Yahtzee. It's a good thing it's not hard to hit ghosts, right? Oh, jeez. <laughs> if these things moved a little faster, you'd probably be in trouble. We'd be dead tonight. <laughs> we would be dead tonight. I wouldn't. Two. Two plus five five is seven. seven. Yes. The ghost starts to look more incomplete. Yes, remember these ghosts. Ghosts are stupid. That was Asharis' turn. And which one tried to jump out and get... Oh, that was that one. So this one that is kind of just being beat up on... Is a new one. Asharis, you see it as you stab at it, its head kind of like... It's focused in on you, and then it does the whole fuzzy, like, out-of-focus thing. And when you see it again, it's looking directly at Merlin, who is quaking in his boots, scared... He's gonna get possessed. And it charges at Merlin! Yeah. Merlin's gonna get possessed. Merlin, make a DC 13 wisdom or charisma saving throw with disadvantage because you are frightened. Oh no. Seven! So you have to roll two dice and take the lower. Two dice? Same one twice, maybe? Take the lower. Yeah. Roll the same dice twice? Yep. 14! So you rolled a 7 and a 14? Yep. So the 7 plus your charisma. Looks bad for me. 4. You don't have 4 charisma. What is charisma then? Charisma's the bottom one. (laughs) Starts with a plus 1 then. Okay. So your 7 becomes an 8. 8 is not higher than 13. That's true. Which means the ghost possesses you. (sighs) Merlin, it is your turn, but there's a ghost inside you. Oh no. And you can't fight back because you're grounded! You can't do anything, you're right. But what you are going to do, because now you are possessed by the thing that you're frightened of, you're no longer frightened, and you charge forward and try to hit uh, Asharis. Mm. Oh my god. And you roll a 12 plus your strength, which I think is negative 1. Correct. And the ghost is really mad inside you because it tried to take over Asharis because she's way better at hitting people, but Asharis wasn't afraid, and you were, so she tried to take over you, and now she's trying to hit Asharis again, and it doesn't work because Asharis is really heavily armored, (laughs) and your magical quarterstaff bounces off of Asharis' armor. Ghost Slinger, it's your turn. You just saw a ghost dive into uh, Merlin. And Merlin's eyes went kind of passive and stare off into the distance. I want to smack him in the face! Oh, smack me, please! Karma! 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 All right, go for it. Smack him in the face. Karma? Why can't I do something? 16. 16, you say? 16 is good enough to smack a Merlin, as I remember. Oh, my. I don't understand. Why are you smacking (laughs) me? 
Ghost Slinger shouts, it's the only way to get the evil out! Smack, 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 smack! <laughs> Definitely! The power of <laughs> yeah. an old man. It's a six! Plus all my... It's a six! Him plus my four, which is ten. Are you trying to kill him? Merlin, take ten damage! <laughs> Non-lethal damage, I'm sure. <laughs> well, now what? Are you positive it's non-lethal? I said I'm pretty sure. Are you positive? Let's see. Ghost Slinger did that. Then there's another ghost who looks pretty solid and didn't manage to take over Asharis. So that ghost is going to attack Asharis directly with... Die, Asharis! Withering touch! Are you sure you're not possessed? I am not possessed. I am doing this of my own accord. Is your armor a 20, Asharis? No, it is Wait, wait. No. Wait, wait. (laughs) She says, wait, wait. You take. I think think it's only 18. Dang, you have high armor. Well, I have mithril armor. You take 19 damage. Jeez, Louise. And you feel the withering touch of this ghost's hand enter into your body and start to pull out your life essence. Exactly like Indiana Jones. You like jazz? It's like when the hand is over the heart. Next up is Rawl, and Rawl takes the key from Blinky and starts fiddling with the manacles and manages to get the manacles loose. Help us, Rawl! And what Rawl does is he turns towards the ghost that is near Asharis, and he casts... I want something cool, but I don't want it to be Lightning Bolt, because Merlin knows that spell. But I can't find my (laughs) character sheet. Rawl, you see his little clawed hands start to be enveloped in fire again, and Mm. he casts Wall of Fire, because, you know, why not? Because there's a wall of sand, now we're going to wall of fire. You know what that's going to be? Now it's a wall of flaming sanding fire. And it means it's going to make a wall of glass. <laughs> you see it spring into existence. Cool. And it takes up the space where the where the ghost is. And then it snakes its way around and cuts off Merlin so that Merlin can't attack anybody since he is possessed. Mm. And what happens is, let me see, like jump back to the thing. Just as the spell finishes and you start to feel the heat from the fire, you hear a noise. You hear, caw, caw, caw. And the eagles? The no. fire is gone. <laughs> the fire is gone. The ghosts are nowhere to be seen. There is no one around other than you guys and a crow in a decrepit looking tree over by where the ghosts started at. I knew it. Is it saying nevermore? <laughs> oh, my dear Eleanor. Nevermore. Oh, uh, am I not possessed anymore? Nevermore. You are not possessed. There is no ghost inside you. Nevermore. You feel as if the fight was real, but like half forgotten. You're not exactly sure if it happened or if it was an illusion, but you are definitely left with a sense that you did take damage. You have half of the damage you took. So whatever your damage you took, cut that in half. So like 
you can feel like you were fighting and things were fighting you, but not as if you were actually there. And any spells you expended, you can have half of them back. So, like, if you expended a level two spell, which I think maybe Merlin used a level two spell? I don't remember. Whatever you did, you get half that many back. So if you use a level two, you get a level one spell. If you use the level three, you get a level two spell. Evil crows! Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. So I only took eight damage? Yes. You only took half of what you thought you took in the fight that you think you might have been in. Crows are evil kids. Hmm. Don't trust the crows! The only one around to have seen what happened on this terrible burial mound is that crow sitting on the spindly tree. Can I stab the crow? <laughs> Crows are always evil, you know. Watch Zabuza walk in and just be like, evil crow. Rawl puts a hand up to his head and he says, why hurts? Evil crows. Not real? He tilts his head to the side as he ponders what he remembers, and he concludes, No like Shadowfell. Mm, yes. Now that the rush of the fight is over, you take a moment to recompose yourselves. It's started to sink in that you've been dragged into the Shadowfell, and you notice again that Rawl stands out like a beacon against this drab background. His green is bright and vibrant. He's the only thing that still has color. And thinking about it, the fire that he conjured during the fight was orange. It was just as colorful as it, it, it always is. Hmm. But his cloak and clothes are gray like everything else around you. Evil crows! <laughs> you sound like Nestina. <laughs> Nestina. He's a Nestina Jerez! <laughs> it's, it's a thing from a... I think it's a slap on Titan. Hmm. Pokemon. No, like the, the the reason why I'm making that reference is because it's a thing from a slap on Titan. Because it's like when because the someone is playing with her pencils by the microphone. I'm sorry, I can't move them anywhere else. So Rawl has color, but nothing else does. He's what is Blinky doing now? That's a good question. What is Blinky doing now? He definitely looked like for a minute he was really confused. And kind of shook his head and sniffed around in circles. Hmm. You like jazz? But he's not, like, whimpering anymore? No. Don't you have to send him back? Send him home. Send him back where he came. He only kind of yelped when he Poppy. popped through the, uh, the teleport. But he doesn't have any color. He's black. Hard to tell. But he has, like, yellow on his ears. He's black. Oh, he's got yellow on his ears. He said he was... And it's yellow. It's because they're from the family. Think it's special and colorful and neat. Okay. So then what should we do now? Let's go rest up. Yeah, but we're in the scary... In the scary... Rawl pulls a small pebble with a string wrapped around it from in his pocket. <laughs> Dad is activating the motion light in the background of his camera. Ghost Slinger is dropping her pencils all over the place at the other camera. I'm sorry. And Rawl is pulling a small pebble with a string wrapped around it out of his pocket. Uh-oh. Okay. He says, stone, point artifact. And he loops the string around his finger like a yo-yo. 
When he drops it, instead of falling to the ground, the stone falls forward, pulling away from him. And he says, Ooh, artifact not in swamp. Artifact here. Follow, follow, I show. It's like the bear. And he starts walking along with this string pulled out in front of him. Let's say about three feet. Like uh, one of them imaginary dogs at Disneyland. It's like the bear covered in salt on a string in Five Days a Stranger. Okay. That happened, I swear. So we're following Rawl. And he's got a rock on a stick. On a string. On a string. And that's where we will call it for the night. You are following Rawl deeper into the Shadowfell. Darn diddly.